Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We gave you super easy Oilers game day trivia for Pro-Am Sports, Fan Cave, and Fan Gear specialists for all budgets. ProAmSports.ca. The question for today, name the Irma Alberta product that's signed with the Vancouver Canucks this summer. He's not expected to play tonight. Nathan knew the correct answer was Carson Suse. Nathan goes into the draw at the end of the month for the 11 by 14 frame photo of the three Oilers Stanley Cup champion goalies, Andy Moog, Bill Ranfer, and Grant Fuhr. Visit ProAmSports.ca. All right. And we head into NHL today for Elite Promotional Marketing, your local branded merchandise specialist. Head to ElitePromoMarketing.com. Back at the 630 Chad Studios, here's Brendan Escott. Heritage Classic festivities will include a fan park in the Ice District on the 27th and 28th. So what is that, the Friday and Saturday of that weekend, featuring uh, some family-friendly hockey interactives, uh, a celebration of some trailblazers. You get to see the Stanley Cup, as well as hear some local music and that sort of thing. Uh, Golden Knights forward Brett Howden suspended two games for hitting Brandon Tanev of the Kraken in the head last night. Ugly blindside-ish hit. Assessed five in a game on the play. New Jersey signing uh, head coach Lindy Ruff to a contract extension today. Columbus inking Justin Danforth to a one-year extension. $1.1 million price tag there. Oil Kings uh, continuing a six-game homestand tonight. They play in Saskatoon and the Golden Bears and McEwen Griffins. They got a home-and-home series starting at the downtown community arena i guess i gotta get used to talking about the games bob that are going on right now we got games Uh, right now we sure do uh canadian teams in action include the senators up a goal in carolina canadians are up on the maple leafs in toronto great fight between jack eye and reeves already game one i love it and then the flames hosting the winnipeg jets later on that's your canadian content here on night two Oh, are you allowed to say you love fighting? It's it's kind of like, uh, you know, if you're like the mayor of the city, are you allowed to say that maybe what the boss did was wrong? I don't know. Not in this city, apparently. All right. Uh, hey, some guests and orders now receive gift certificates to Roos Chris Steakhouse. It's the greatest steak you've ever had. Follow the sizzle to 9990 Jasper Avenue and tell Chris and Chef Eltap that Oilers now sent you. We head off to the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline for wow factor desserts from cakes that score big to cheesecakes that give your taste buds a power play. Wow Factor has something for every taste. Full lineup at wildfactordesserts.com. We welcome back to the show former NHL general manager, player, agent with Octagon, Brian Lawton. Hello, Brian. How are you doing? Doing fantastic, Bob. How are you? Good. Are you a, you're a man that's traveled a lot. Are you a little bit nervous of the current state of geopolitical affairs out there, Brian? I know this is a hockey show, but you know, I, I don't know about you. I'm watching this thing pretty closely. Yeah, we all are here in the United States, that's for sure. As I'm sure you are in Canada. And yes, it is very unnerving. You know, this is not normal for the U.S. to be in these types of positions with some of their allies and it makes a lot of people in the united states very uncomfortable me included i'm in new york next week so that's kind of the mecca of attention obviously in the united states 
I'll be there still, but I'm uneasy about it. Yeah, I hear what you're saying. All right, well, we're in Nashville on uh, on Monday and then Philadelphia on Wednesday. Uh, we'll get started with this. It's opening night. When you were, uh, what made you more nervous? Opening night when you were the number one overall pick in the NHL draft, your first game in the NHL as a player, or your first game in the NHL as a general manager when you were with the Tampa Bay Lightning? I would say probably that first game as a player, I can remember like it was yesterday. Uh, was in L.A. against the L.A. Kings. And uh, I had been told how much faster the pace would be from the exhibition season. And no matter how many times I was told, it was ten times higher than I thought it would be still. And that's part of the equation. I mean, you sit there tonight. Uh, from your perspective, would you rather be at the home or at, or on the road for the first uh, for the the start for the season? What's easier to be in as a player or for the, as, an exec, as an executive? One constant or positive for me in my career is I always played better on the road. I don't know that why that was. Some of it may be like a playoff team plays better on the road sometimes. But I enjoyed playing on the road, and I would rather have started on the road. And I did start on the road. So no complaints back in the fabulous forum. Uh, for Connor Bedard, of course, who's playing the Bruins tonight after Pittsburgh last night. It had to be pretty daunting when he took a look at that schedule. Uh, he acquitted himself really nicely last night. But, uh, yeah, I thought about it. I thought, wow, that's a tough start. 125-point team in the Boston Bruins and playing against Sidney Crosby on the road. Yeah, that was tough. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Yeah, absolutely. We're joined right now by Brian Lawton for Wild Factor Desserts. Brian, let's get to it. The Edmonton Oilers. Stanley Cup or bust. Now that we're getting started, the opening, we're dropping the puck at the start of the regular season tonight. Well, the word is out now, Bob. We've been talking about it for a few years that this team is going to win a Stanley Cup. This year, I feel like the rest of the National Hockey League has woken up to that concept. And the script has flipped a little bit for Edmonton. They're no longer the underdog. They're a team that everybody's looking at and saying, yeah, they should win a Stanley Cup. What did you think? It, it appears, based on the morning skate today, the first goaltender off the ice was Jack Campbell. He had three great starts for Edmonton in the preseason. Fans wanted to be a meritocracy. We had fans, and we'll talk about LeBron in a second, but fans, you know, wanted to be a meritocracy. It's pretty tough to argue with Jack basically stole two road games in the preseason, one in Calgary, one in Seattle, where they had a way, both teams had way heavier NHL lineups. What are your thoughts if Jack Campbell is indeed the starter for tonight's game? You know, one thing you learn about the National Hockey League, it's not like playing on your junior team or wherever you played before. 
and coming back the year after. You've got to re-earn your stripes every year, particularly, you know, for the goalies in what happened last year. It's not enough for Stuart Skinner just to show up and say, I've won the job by how I performed in the regular season last year. You've got to prove it all throughout camp, uh, especially with a veteran guy who's got a, a pretty long contract with a pretty big cap hit. Uh, you know the club wants to give him every opportunity to get going. But when you add in all the factors, Jack Campbell, I think, earned it. And he deserves to start. And I don't think there was any hesitation by the club. I do anticipate he'll be starting, certainly from what I saw in the preseason. Let me ask you this. Uh, we had a, There was a fair amount of criticism for the Oilers allowing, uh, putting Raphael Lavoie on waivers. And as it turned out, we had a bunch of people that were wrong because the Oilers were able to get Lavoie down. We're going to hear Ken Holland coming up later on Oilers now, Brian Lawton for Wild Factor Desserts. And he's going to tell you that the best time to put players down is, you know, uh, right at the conclusion of training camp because other teams haven't lost a game yet. They haven't had a bunch of injuries at that time. And uh, it's the opportunity to sneak guys down. What did you, you know... In your mind, did you think that Lavoie might get claimed? He did score 25 goals last year. He's a six foot five right shot. And give me sort of maybe explain to our listeners some of the different variables that come into play for decisions like that. Obviously, the salary cap has a lot to do with, quite frankly, a lot of players that were put on waivers at the deadline. In Raphael Lavoie's case, I think that is the situation. In any other year, i.e. not a year where everybody is so cap crunched i do believe for how he's performed what he's done what the expectations are he would have been claimed but you know we saw with you, you would think that a team maybe like anaheim will use them right as an example they pick up lassie thompson you think that he'll be able to stay there they're a team that's transitioning trying to get back to the top of the mountain but first just trying to get back to be respectable and have a chance to make a, make the playoffs. Uh, didn't work out. He ends up back in Ottawa, who put him on waivers. And quite frankly, that had to wake up a lot of GMs in terms of, you know what, I'm always nervous about losing good young players. But this year, when I look at everybody else's cap situation and roster situation, because that's what you do, you analyze it with your staff, I think most guys felt pretty good that they wouldn't lose that player that they might normally lose in other non-cash-strapped, cap-strapped years. Brian, we've talked a lot about uh, Holloway and Broberg. There's something happening with the farm team, and we're going to start our farm reports on Monday of next week. Uh, with uh, Actually, we're probably going to start it Thursday or Friday here because they, they play playlist weekend. But uh, Xavier Borgo was a first-round draft choice of the Edmonton Oilers organization. Now, Edmonton's got as good a top six as any team in the NHL. Is that fair, by the way, Brian, to say that the Oilers' top six is as good as anybody's in the league? Would you concede? It's fair to say they're in the top three in the NHL without question. Okay, so, you know, you're, you're looking at McDavid, Dreisaitl, uh, 
you know, Nugent Hopkins and Hyman, all who had over 36 goals last year. Kane, who had 22 goals in 42 games in the regular season the year before. And now Connor Brown, uh, like Kane, trying to come back from injury. They're in the top six, which brings us to Xavier Borgo. The Oilers have got Xavier Borgo, and they've integrated him in the penalty kill down already. He knows he's going to be killing penalties down in the minors this year. So, too, will Ty Tulio. And part of the rationale is, if you're going to get a chance in the NHL in Edmonton, you're going to have, you're not necessarily going to be in primary. I know, you know, both guys were high, uh, you know, at 75-point score in 40 games for Borgo and a 40-goal score for Tulio. Borgo in particular, first-round draft choice. What are your, what's your thought process on them, on the on the organization, deploying Borgo and potentially Lavoie in those types of roles to get them integrated to be, you know, give them some more options and a better chance maybe to, to make the team in a support bottom six role in the future? Love to see it, to be honest with you. Love the communication. Those guys will recognize that, hey, this team is really good at what I do. So if I ever want to play for their club, and make no mistake, the NHL club wants them to play for their club. At the very least, they want to prop these guys up. They want to create value in them, even if they can't keep them long term. But the reality is you never know what's going to happen with your roster, with injuries, with poor play, with opportunities. I felt like Seth Jarvis really forced his way into the lineup with Carolina his first year, um, and he hasn't looked back since. He didn't necessarily get the opportunity that he is getting now. Carolina did similar to what Edmonton is thinking. And say, let's add a little bit more to this player's game, both of the guys you're talking about, and let's see if we can – use them up here at some point, reward them for continuing to move forward in their careers, and you never know what happens. They're valuable assets. We'd love them to play for Edmonton one day. That may or may not be possible in a top six role, but we still got to develop these kids. And I love when the clubs just blatantly say, look, if you're going to make it in our club initially, you're going to have to add a couple of clubs to your bag that we don't associate with you, kill penalties, uh, more of a 200-foot game. You can understand where I'm going with that. Quick uh, out-of-town update for you. Connor Bedard has scored his first NHL goal in just his second game. It was a wraparound after he picked up some loose change around the net and jammed one down past Linus Allmark. So, by the way, how many games did it take you to score your first NHL goal, Brian, when you were the number one pick? Uh, first point, second game, first goal, third game. There you go. Nicely done. Final win total for the Edmonton Oilers this year, Brian, in the regular season. I'm going to say 50. And that's what they had last year. So, of course, they went 14. It was a strange 50. Let's not forget they were at 21-18-3 and at the 42-game mark. I remember because I was getting murdered on the uh, Twitterverse as a result of that and on the text line because I said I was sticking by my prediction, 47-52 to 52 wins. I am going to go with 52 wins this season. Brian, thank you for doing the show. I'll shoot you a call on the weekend and safe travels into New York City. We'll talk next week. Fantastic. Can't wait to watch this entirety of the Oilers' first one tonight. It should be a lot of fun. Uh, there you go. That is Brian Lotney's 
former general manager of the Tampa Bay Lightning. He was the number one pick in the 1983 NHL draft, and he started Octagon's player agency, and his appearances are brought to you by Wow Factor Desserts. From cakes that score big to cheesecakes that give your taste buds a power play. Wow Factor has something for every taste. Full lineup at wildfactordesserts.com. Special shout-out to Colin Ruddle for uh, uh, dropping off the annual uh, Stoffer uh, Thanksgiving uh, Wild Factor Desserts. It was awesome. Let me tell you that right now. We are going to bring Brendan Escott in at this time here in Oilers Now. Hey, Brendan, how you doing? Do I'm doing all right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. We, we need to explain. We have uh, how this is all going to work. We have heritage. We're accused of never giving away tickets on this show. And we haven't given away a lot of tickets over the last several years because, frankly, in a lot of the years, we haven't had a lot of tickets to give away. But we are going to give away a pair of tickets to the Heritage Classic uh, coming up, obviously, at the end of the month. How are we playing? You need to explain to everybody what we got going on here. Okay. Well, I, if you've ever watched a football game that's gone to over, over time, you'll know that the team that receives the ball first has a chance to score, and then the other team has a chance to respond. So we're going to open up a trivia contest here. Uh, we'll open up the phone lines. We're going to put two callers against one another, and you're going to be answering a trivia question. So we'll caller A answers. Uh, if they don't get that answer, well, then caller B has a chance to get those Heritage Classic tickets. If they both flub question one we'll move on to question two and from there it's kind of sudden death so 780-496-0063 give kellen a call we'll get a couple people on hold now through the break we'll bring it back and we'll have a couple trivia questions ready how for hard, you how hard am i gonna i mean it's got to be harder than carson susie that was a pretty easy question well, yeah i think we'd better dial it up a couple notches uh, if we're sending right, people yeah, to yeah, an you, outdoor yeah, game yeah, you really want to <laughs> you really want to do this uh, yeah i think so all right. Okay. We're going to have some fun when we return in Oilers now. It is currently 451 in Edmonton, uh, 551 in Edmonton, 451 in Vancouver. And uh, you, there again, as Brendan explained, you can uh, call in. You have to call in for the segment, 780-496-0063. A little bit of uh, trivia for a pair of Heritage Classic tickets. You're listening to Oilers now. It is 551 in Edmonton. To the Oilers Now Injury Report, brought to you all season long by James H. Brown, Injury Lawyers. Trent Brown, wow, what a job he did the other night at our uh, client, uh, Jay Woodcroft, event out of the River Creek. Uh, Trent Brown, former member of the Edmonton Eskimos, won a 93 Craig Cup. Jim Brown from James H. Brown. When accidents happen, go to jameshbrown.com. 250-plus years worth of experience, and they got the answers you're looking for. It is time. Here's the deal. Uh, we've got two contestants. They're playing for a pair of tickets to the Heritage Classic. Hello, Sonny. It's Bob. How you doing? Good, Bob. How are you? Good. You ready to win this thing? Oh, yeah. I'm ready. All right. Let's go to Max on line number two. Hello, Max. How you doing? Hey, Bob. Good. You? Good. You, get, uh, you won the coin toss, so you get the first question. Ready? Yep. Who was the head coach of the Edmonton Oilers when the first Heritage Classic was played November 22nd of 2003? I'm going to go with Craig McTavish. You are right. So there you go. Sonny, you have the next question. Which current NHL president scored a goal for the Edmonton Oilers in the Heritage Classic in November 22nd of 2003? Which current NHL president scored a goal for the Oilers in that game uh, in the Heritage Classic? I'd go with Steve Sales. You are correct. Okay. We're going to Max on line two. Max? Yep. Who was the Montreal Canadiens starting goaltender in that game? 
Um, there was a memorable... Jose Theodore. You got it. You got Jose Theodore. Now it's going to get tougher. I hate to do this to you, Sonny, but it's a tough question. After the Heritage Classic, how many games in a row... Did the uh, the Oilers? How many games in a row were the Oilers winless for after the Heritage Classic? Oh no! Uh, you I want to say want to say eight? No, uh, that is incorrect. So that uh, that gives uh, Max a chance to get this. Max, after the Oilers, they actually lost the Heritage Classic. They then played how many games in a row without winning? They went on, on a blank winless streak after that game. You were, you were close. The correct answer was five. So we're going to throw it back to Sonny. Sonny, yeah. here you go. In the five losses, or in the four losses and one tie, they went winless in five games after the Heritage Classic. How many goals did the Oilers score in those five games? Oh, oh God. Um, I want to say, say six. You got it. Oh, okay. Sonny. Yeah. You're our winner. Congratulations. Yes. Yeah. Are you taking finally. me to the game? Are you are you Thanks guys going to gonna take you to, Are you guys going to take you, you guys go. don't you, Can you make it happen? You going to take each other to the game since you played the trivia? Uh, I wish, man. My girl's going to kill me if I don't take her. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Awesome. Hey, thanks for playing, guys. Uh, we've got Kellen back in the studio, and Brendan, they're going to take care of you. Uh, congratulations. You're going off to the game. That's great stuff from Sonny and Max there on uh, our uh, tickets for the Heritage Classic. That was a tough question that he ended up nailing. Uh, it is 5.59 in Edmonton. Off to a global news weather traffic update with Randy Kelburn. When we come back, Edmonton Oilers General Manager Ken Holland.